is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the PHNX Rising Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez, joined by taking it to the Max Max Simpson and the the biggest shit talker I've ever Dude, met in my he life. Just came in so Owen Evans. <laughs> so he has been shit talking since Sunday, and this man Woo! doesn't start. The first thing he comes in just chirping. As I, I said earlier, I love that Owen shows up for like five hours a week and just is like, I'm going to use these five hours to shit talk bam, until bam, I have to leave. Bam. He's proactive in it, I guess. It's I respect good bang the for your I respect the yeah. hustle definitely yeah. for sure. All right, y'all. Uh, <laughs> we have we had a lot of news this past week. Regarding Phoenix Rising, uh, we're going to touch on on that, of course. Some a lot of players leaving, some players uh, joining the squad, and of course, we're going to get to everything having to do with this team. There were some signings today that did drop. Uh, the one signing that I was trying or looking forward to didn't happen, but uh, we'll definitely touch on that. But before we get started with everything, how you guys doing? You guys doing okay? Good doing, week. Doing well. It's, little, been, it's been busy. Yeah, very busy. Yeah, very busy. A little sore. The little grind. Little sore. Yeah. The grind. No, there you go. A little sore. I yeah, see you. First see. Uh, Sunday league game in about six months. Are we going to touch so on that or no? We're, we're going to we're, we're gloss we're over it. I, <laughs> the, I will all I'm say willing all, to skip yes, over Yes, right. I know. All I'm saying, all I will say is this is um, certain someone um, at this table, you know, may have uh in the AR for said game. Mm. And there was a lot of shit talking about the performance. Um, <laughs> for the first time playing in six months, uh, I like to say put in on a shift areas to improve, but mm -hmm. a, a scouting report I think was, uh, you know, I would say I played better than I thought I would given the rust. There might be a difference of opinion, but that's all we're going to say. We're going to just breeze <laughs> on because I've been hearing this shit for the last three days with this guy. Well, I want to touch on it before we leave, but, uh, but yeah, definitely <laughs> talk talk about that uh we also did get the preseason schedule for phoenix rising so we're gonna touch on that i i'm kind of i feel like it was kind of average but you know i want to i want to hear your takes on it and of course we're gonna wrap up with some premier league talk of course we had man U versus arsenal this past weekend big talking point in the premier league so definitely gonna talk about that as well but let's go ahead and get started y'all uh let's start with the departures of this mm -hmm. team one of them was aiden quinn going to Indy, uh, that was a bit of a surprise on my end. What, what did you guys feel about uh, Quinn uh, transferring? So it wasn't a huge surprise in terms of, in those immediate days around it, it became quite obvious that Aiden himself wanted out. Mm. Um, and in, in this case, the club has found him a deal. They've moved him on to Indy 11. They've gotten a fee in return. The fee has not been disclosed. We don't know quite what they've gotten in return, but they got something in return. But yeah, it's. I think when you get to this stage of the off season and you're starting to pull things together, you kind of expect the departures are mostly done by now. Uh, the way that this off season work it hasn't um, finished up by now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're hanging on now. Um, they, look, we don't yet know what to expect because there's a uh, so many new players have come in that it's hard to easily kind of pinpoint to a specific player's a big loss because they're not going to fill in that role or whatever. We, we, we need to wait until we see them on the field. Mm -hmm. Aiden Quinn's a big-name player in this league. So, yeah, he's he's always going to be missed. Um, but, again, just got to wait and see. I mean, it looks as though by this stage, of course, Kev Lambert won't be leaving, and that's yeah. probably a pretty pivotal bit there in the midfield. But, yeah, Aiden Quinn on to India 11, where he'll be reunited with Solomon Asante with the boat. There you go. There you go. Max, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I think with Aiden Quinn, you really knew what you were getting in a player. I think his performances were never too high, never too low, very much pretty 
um, consistent, on, on, not comparing because they're different players, but in a way it was kind of like a Luis Seas of like you you knew what you were getting, never too low. Um, I think it's just interesting though, the caliber of player that he is, maybe not caliber, profile. I think he's a very good player. I, I think you kind of saw a bit of the writing on the wall when you saw a lot of these midfield signings that Rising was making, that Juan Guerre was bringing in. A lot of guys who can push the ball up forward, carry it, dribble it upfield, bring that pace. And I think with Aiden Quinn, I just don't think that's his profile as much. And I think, um, you know, when you take a look at those signings, I just think it was one of those things that good player, just maybe not the right fit um, in the aftermath of all the offseason. Yeah, yeah, and I think so as well. Uh, Quinn has been around the USL Championship for a long time, 10, 10 years. And uh, last two seasons, he contributed 15 goals, 18 assists, and a league-best 167 key passes while playing 31 contests each of the last two seasons. So a solid player, you know, solid presence in the midfield. That that stat right there, the league best 167 key passes. I think that's one of the things that I'm definitely going to miss from Aiden Quinn because he's always trying to move the move the ball forward. You see a lot of some midfielders just play the safe ball and try to kind of just control possession, but seeing uh, Quinn last season, he's always looking to move it forward. He fi- he knows where the spaces are at, he knows where his uh, teammates are at and and he creates those chances. So uh, I think that may be one of the things that, you know, I think Rising will miss the most. But like you're saying, it may, maybe his play style is not conducive to this new Juan Guerra style that's coming around. Also with noting that he, yes, he created a lot of things. He also gave the ball away a lot um, when you actually look at the numbers. So I think it's more a question sometimes of how much of it is he created a lot because a lot of the play went through him. Mm-hmm. More so than, and that was partly because the wing play was incredibly ineffectual last year. So it's always going to create more for players who are more central because if you can't spray it out wide for them to whip the crosses in, you're going to have to try and create something up in the middle. Look, I feel as though, again, there's been quite a few midfield acquisitions. Um, again, if, if he wants to leave, you can't expect him to stay. Um, I feel as though. In the grand scheme of things, getting some kind of fee for him is the best thing that you can do in a case like that. Mm-hmm. So, look, if the club have gotten something in return for him, I don't think that you can really complain. Yeah. For sure. And I think also, I mean, at age 30, it's by no means past his prime or anything like that. But it just it seems like the team is going younger, whether it's in age or at least, again, within playing style. Again, like I said earlier, I think it's just not the right profile with what um, they're looking to bring in. But I think what Rising's loss is, in a way, in the 11's gain. Yeah, yeah, for just, sure. To be honest, more than anything with Aiden Quinn, I'm just more disappointed that his house is up for sale and his realtor is not Darnell King or Joey Kalishtri. Yeah, well, like, well, what's going me, on there? To me, that's the disappointing the, thing. The Come on, green team. That's <laughs> at least in the real estate market. But uh, yeah, we got to do a show with uh, Aiden Quinn uh, during the World Cup. Great, great person, yeah. great player. Uh, definitely is going to be missed. A total professional. You know, Re- represents from, the club very well. I mean, mm-hmm. especially like I said, that veteran presence. It's you can't ask, you, you you know what you're getting out, out of him from on and off the pitch. You yeah. can't ask for more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Michael, great segue. <laughs> uh, yesterday we got a, <laughs> some some bombshell news early in the morning. I have I haven't even uh, I hadn't even had my coffee yet, but uh, rising and uh, announced that Arturo Rodriguez they both have had mutually agreed to part ways. This was a little bit of a bombshell. And I think this kind of set off a social media reaction as well. If you go to the infamous uh, Facebook <laughs> Facebook group over there. But uh, this one kind of shocking, but in a way kind of not. Because given the season that Arturo had last year and maybe, you know, like Max, like you're saying, like this new mentality that Juan Guerra is bringing on board, maybe it was time to move on from Arturo Rodriguez. What, what do you guys think? 
I'm, I'll let you take I'm having, it. I'm having a, a bit of a tough time with this one. I think when Arturo flashed his, his brilliance on the field and when mm -hmm. he was on his game, he was on this game and at many times during last season, he was one of, if not Rising's most promising attacker mm -hmm. consistently when he was on. I think the issue was it just wasn't all the time. And part of that might be him. Part of it, I think, honestly, was just the kind of system in place. It just wasn't as conducive as getting him the ball quite as often. But yeah. um, I'm just still kind of baffled with a guy who had that much promise. And when he delivered, he delivered. You just kind of let him mutually part ways. Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think the thing that comes in here, and I'll, I'll kind of segue back to what you were mentioning with entering the uh, cursed social media um, and the, the reaction on there with, um, look, there are reasons to be concerned about this move. I think that's entirely fair. I feel as though some of the talk then, which becomes about, wow, everyone's leaving, this club doesn't care, whatever, it's a bit daft. Mm -hmm. I think that this one in some ways may, I fear, be looked back at as a mistake, um, the, the problem more than anything here is, uh, and I mean, Pat's here saying when it takes two to complete a transaction, it mm -hmm. does. But at the end of the day, Pat, look, if you're in USL and you can move him on somewhere else in USL, we don't know where he's going yet. It could be that he's leaving USL. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe that's where part of the problem is in, in part, but you have to bear in mind that as soon as he's out on the, uh, with his contract terminated, he's a complete free agent. He can agree whatever he wants. Uh, prior to that, the, club could have sent him literally anywhere that the club agreed to deal with another team on and he'd have been on a uh the same contract terms um anywhere else in usl he and barring a clause in his contract which i'm not aware of that would say that they can't do so he could have been traded against his will um so i i just find it odd that you would kind of go down the line where clubs wouldn't want to negotiate for it even if they wanted him because they'd get him in a better deal for free i'm not sure that's Quite the case, not least because players these days tend to demand signing on fees sometimes when you you get them for free. But anyway, I, I feel as though the problem here again is just they've gotten rid of. This is a guy who there was always talk about. He was this young player they were bringing in to develop. He was going to turn into something um, down the line. The club will be able to move him on. That was part of the thing. Look, I, I know it had been brought up before as well. That, well, Arturo only signed a two-year deal, hadn't he? Well, he had actually extended that um that was hinted at by rick partway through the season last year uh when it was brought up so it, it's he, he was still would have been able to be under contract this year and mm -hmm. i just don't like it doesn't settle well in the stomach really the idea that he's gone now for nothing um you you accept player departures player departures happen it happened to ben lunt it didn't matter how good he was he, he gets someone else comes in and you know wants to pick him up from a higher level, you can't stand in the guy's way as yeah. long as they, they put in a reasonable bid. You just can't stand in their way. But mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Letting a guy go for free to me normally is something you do when you don't feel as though they have any real value to offer. Yeah. I'm not sure that Arturo Rodriguez is that guy. Yeah, and it just seems like a really odd situation. Only 24 years old, like Max said, he... You know, flashes of brilliance when, when he's on the pitch. But last year, a little bit of a lack of form as well. And not just him. He, the he, got in, team. he got injured. He, got injured. Right, yeah. that. he was starting to For pick sure. things up mm -hmm. uh, in, in the early part of the season. Hartford, he got right? injured against Hartford yeah. in May. Missed some time. And by the end of the season, I mean, you look at the goal he scored against Sacramento towards the end of the season. It wasn't even able to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, there were some struggles, of course, just broadly even. I mean, 
look, you can't expect a guy, especially a guy like Arturo, who's quite creative, quite um, erratic, but in a good way, I think. Yeah. Um, hard to yeah. judge sometimes for, from a defensive standpoint, quite what he's going to do. But for that to work, you've got to have other threats that are also drawing defenders away, yeah. that are allowing the space to be created open for him. And, and last season, we just didn't see that. Do you feel like the this is a... You know, he didn't want to, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but given the signings that we've had, someone like Federico Varela could, would, could that maybe was going to take that middle of the field spot that he's used to. You think maybe it was like his role on the team moving forward that, you know, hey, you're going to have to fight for your spot. And is that something that you guys feel? I'm not, I'm not quite sure how they're going to line up with the midfielders because people like Varela may be um, someone that you're going to put as an attacking midfielder. He also yeah. could possibly be played a little bit deeper. Maybe he takes a little bit more of the other roles in midfield, mm -hmm. given that, you know, you've lost Aidan Quinn as well. Um, you've got to find ways of, of balancing all these things together. You've got, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jose Fernandez also came in from Oakland. He's an attacking midfielder mm. or played as an attacking midfielder for a lot of last season. So there are options. Yeah, I, I understand that. I I just find it odd that he'd go on a free. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, anything. I was going to say that was a bit of what I was thinking. Again, like you're saying, we're not speculating or putting words in, in players' mouths or anything like that. But I mean, you got to think it's a guy who's has, you know, when he's on, he's on. When he wasn't or he was injured or whatever, he's coming back and trying to get back in that form. And then you see them signing a bunch of players either at your position or, you know, relative within where he plays. Mm -hmm. And you just got to think it's, okay, this is kind of tough. I, I thought, you know, we, we've been here for a couple of years. I thought that we were on a different understanding and especially kind of the verbiage of like mutually parting ways. Maybe there was a bit of like, hey, let's try to explore something where we can you know, get a bit more out of it. So, yeah. um, I don't know, man, I, I get it's a tough position, but I think considering that this happened after all the signings, that's kind of leads me to think that might be a real possibility. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And, uh, I mean, hopefully we can find out a little bit more, yeah. but yeah, just, just odd, <laughs> just yeah. odd. Uh, also with, with noting, yeah, yeah. I'll just really going to pivot back to that point on social media, please people. If you are looking at things and saying, Oh my God, all these departures, do not judge them on look, we can judge the quality of the deal, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to judge the quality of what the squad's gonna look like because there's no Artura, because at the end of the day, there's so many new additions, many of whom we don't really know enough about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's not a bad thing, we just don't know enough about them. That we gotta wait until we see him. Um we, we can't really judge how bad a loss it's gonna be in the context of the new signings mm -hmm. until we see them out there on the field. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, now that we're talking about this, I did get a chance. I ran into a, a season ticket holder uh, over the weekend. His name was Max. Great guy. And he let me know. Look, not, not R Max. Not R Max. No. Uh, you said good guy. Kind of good good guy. Good guy. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, but basically he, Max was excited. He said, you know what? I have no idea who's going to be on this team next season, but I will be there supporting. And at the end of the day, this is what a good majority of the fans wanted. They wanted a little bit of a change. They wanted to see this club go in a new direction because they're not used to having seasons like the one they had last year. So I respect that mentality because even though, again, we don't know too much about these players or how their the system's going to be and how they're going to gel together, he's still excited to see this team come together yeah. and what's going to happen on the pitch. And I love that mentality. But you go elsewhere on social media and people are threatening to cancel <laughs> their tickets or all this stuff. And I'm like, and I respect that. Do what you want with your money. But 
at the end of the day, if you love the club, you're going to respect the, you know, the what's going on in the field and the signings, and you're going to get behind them. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, the, it's human nature for people to become attached to people who they've grown to love with their, one of their favorite players and that they've been on the team, especially for more than one or two seasons. Um, and it, it, it's natural to feel that way. But I think the reality is the way that the USL is set up, you're not going to – you rarely see guys who are on teams for three, four, five-plus years, you know, uh, you know, unparalleled. The fact that Rising's had a handful of players, I actually think that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. But you, it just doesn't happen all that often. And considering that you have you have an, a new full-time manager who's mm-hmm. under his first season with the club, that you have a new stadium – they're in a way, it feels like they're trying to get rid and shed the old era, maybe not completely, but certainly trying to move away with that. And he, we keep on saying it, Juan Guerra, whether you like it or not, is making this club into his own image. Yeah. And I understand people's outrage because it's fair. You've grown accustomed to what you like. But why ride it off so quickly when you don't even know what it's going to look like? Mm-hmm. It takes time to gel. Give it some time. If we're having the same conversation by mid end of season maybe that's a different story but even then like these things just take time and i think when you go on the depths of twitter and facebook <laughs> yeah man it's a murky place so just uh just chill just chill give yeah. them time give them time yes. look if you want to turn around in three months after the season's begun and start talking about things sure let's talk about them then give them time now uh i'll just reference to what michael said here in the chat let him cook man let him do his thing I'm yelling because this is my last show, but uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens for yeah. sure. Um, let's move on to the signings. Uh, the the worst kept rumor in USL, I feel. Uh, Rocco Rios Novo was officially announced. Uh, with Phoenix Rising, he'll be the second goalkeeper signed this off season. Um, we kind of talked about about him already a little bit, but how are you guys feeling in, in this with the signing uh i heard on twitter that he looks like he's going to be the starting goalkeeper i don't quite agree with that but given how he plays and the style of playing what we can kind of imagine juan Guerra will put out on the field i it wouldn't be too far-fetched but i don't think so i don't think he's going to be the starting goalkeeper i think it's close enough between the two of them that either of them could be the starting goalkeeper coming at the start yeah. of the season i think that we're going to be in a a position whereby look a lot of coaches will say things like preseason places are up for grabs all of that kind of stuff. Look, it's. I think that this this is an actual example of one of that. Whereas normally it's just talk. Normally you kind of know who you're going with. You're not really that much up for grabs. It's more of a motivational thing as to how close is the person behind them on the bench going to be to them come the start of the season. Yeah. How many minutes are they going to get off the bench is what they're determining in Barton Preston. But they, mm-hmm. with those two, I genuinely think that if one of them comes in and has a really hot preseason, the other one is. Mm-hmm. whoever's hot in the preseason is going to be the one to start the yeah. season now yeah. we've seen plenty of times where you get those you know different things and Pamos is here saying depends if we get 2021 20, Rakowski or 22 Rakowski to be fair Orange County's defense was atrocious last year so I- I'll give Rakowski that and the hope is is that some of the additions one of whom we're going to talk about in a minute um, will really kind of fix that defensive line for rising but I, I I don't know. I feel as though it's going to come down to preseason for which of the two is going to actually start the season. I mean, I think if you if you're the coaching staff, you have an idea of some of the players who you're looking for to be your starters and entrench in that spot. And I'm sure some guys who maybe have been there for multiple seasons, it's maybe not written in permanent marker, but maybe it's written in pen or in ink that mm-hmm. they are on the team sheet they're starting. Most other players, 
this is an up for grab. This is why you bring in new guys. This is why you invigorate the squad. This yep. is why you have a preseason. And especially a goalkeeper, two guys who have starting caliber quality who have been there. You know, maybe some have more, you know, one has more consistent play. The other one has had some really high highs and some really low lows. But why not make that an open battle considering that you went from Ben Lund, a rock at the defense, now to kind of being in this new transition? Mm -hmm. Why not battle out and get the best guy out there? I mean, yep. both, both the guys, I would feel comfortable having either one start between the sticks, especially Rago, where, you know, you deputize for one of the, you know, the best goalkeeper in U.S. men's national team history. Just kidding. I am trying to get some clickbait for Brad Guzan, <laughs> but, he, you know, good man. Uh, you look squint closely. He's not Tim Howard. But, yeah. hey, um, on the real, it's cool that he has, you know, that MLS experience. He um, beat out. He's 20 years old. No, he, he beat out everybody else there to get that no, starting like that, position that towards the end of the season. The, that tells you something about this that you, guy. The fact that they got him that young, on, like, that young early in his career, that is – in t exciting yeah. that's so exciting even if let, like whether he wins a starting job or not you are excited about a guy on your squad like that because it's a long season additional competitions whatnot you want two quality goalkeepers you do not want to rely on just one yeah, yeah worth noting sure. as well uh, of course i know we touched on this before but of course with uh rocco rios Navas could be recalled mm -hmm. that's one of the big things here you need to have someone that is capable of stepping up and starting in the squad, uh, either of them really, because at the end of the day, if he gets recalled in, in June, it's far easier to have a player who comes in. Uh, we, we didn't mention when we were doing the departures, we probably should have in Lalo Delgado. Yeah. It's much easier to bring in a guy of that caliber mm -hmm. than it is to bring in a true starter in the middle of the year when you're talking about a goalkeeper. Now, you could be lucky. He could be available. We saw, of course, that when Ben Luntfus came over, he was on loan. That was after the season had started. But you only get lucky with that so many times. Mm -hmm. You've got to plan for those kind of things because if you don't, something goes wrong in the middle of the season, you're in a rough spot. And yes, to Pat's point here, no Trey Muse in goal. Don't worry. Trey Muse's dad will not be uh, oh, intervening Jesus. in rising Twitter <laughs> unless you start prodding him once again. Go and get Trey Muse's dad involved as usual. Maybe he'll fight someone this time Shh. like he keeps threatening to do. Goodness. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the other signing that was announced today. Dutch defender Daniel Kretzen uh, was signed today by Phoenix Rising. He spent the last four seasons with the Canadian uh, Premier League side Forge FC, uh, winning a lot of championships in his uh, time there. And he has some Arizona connections as well, playing for FC Tucson, the USL League Two side FC Tucson in 2017. So how did you guys feel about this announcement? I'm, I like it. You know, more more depth in the, in the back is always good. And he... Certainly brings some quality that some MLS teams were looking at, so can't complain about that. Indeed, he was on trial with Whitecaps. He uh, played in a friendly with them recently and was let go. And at the time he was let go, it was pointed out the fact that he'd received a good offer from a USL team. Mm. Well, now we know, of course, who that USL team is. It's Phoenix Rising. He's just signed for them. But I think this is a guy who intrigues me. I know people have pointed out, and some people are pointing out on social media, his goal-scoring record. I will say, let's let's just... Treat that with a little bit of caution. A lot of those goals were penalties, right? Don't get me wrong. He's a centre-back, so maybe he's a bit more plaudits for that than a certain Tottenham striker might. I was waiting up. He was waiting for it. He was waiting for it. He knew it was coming. He knew it was coming, and I wasn't going to disappoint. But, no, he has scored a few of his head as well. And, and I mean, that's realistically what you want in a, a guy at the back as well. You want someone who's also going to be a threat 
up top if you can. Um, makes you a lot more dangerous from set pieces if you've got someone who's capable of getting their head up and directing something onto target and challenging a goalkeeper. But look, it's... There's a lot of... Uh, I mean, he, people were asking as well about the time he missed last year. Of course, he didn't play many games last year. It was because of an ACL injury. That said, we have got a, a tweet here, and we'd like to give a, a shout-out, actually, to uh, Mr. Brandon McCarthy here, of course. Uh, one of the co-owners at Phoenix Rising who pointed out that in his first match back from an ACL tear, which he was out for about 10 months for, uh, he was named uh, in the, well, he was named Player of the Week. I looked it up. I can't remember if he was Player of the Week. He was definitely in the Team of the Week, at least. Mm. So, yes, he had a very, very good uh, week after being out for months and months because of a very serious injury. And, uh, hey, he's bounced back well enough that he, he did manage to play in the remainder of the season. He ended up on trial with white caps so i mean it seems promising well what i liked about that story that. is that he first was a trialist with their lower side and mls next pro white caps too uh and then they said no man and we need you to go up to the first team and trial with there that kind of speaks about the quality and then what you know he can do on, on the pitch to impress people so that's what i liked about you know kind of his story a little bit because obviously the talent is there he has the pedigree. He has the experience. So I think this is a great signing. I mean, I think the profile of the player, it fits with a lot of the other defenders that they're bringing in. A guy who can step to the ball, a guy who's very aggressive and can, you know, has that scoring ability, can play out of the back. I very much enjoy that it feels it's a much more proactive looking defense um, rather than those who might sit off a bit, maybe try to, I don't know, give a bit, little bit of a bend don't break type of defense. But I like the aggressive list and that really pairs well mm -hmm. with the rest of the team who is aggressive pushing forward. It's just an aggressive team overall. I enjoy it. What I will say, though, is that when you compare it to the rising defense of old, I feel as though you don't really have a James Musa type in there. James was quite passive at times, I think, as a defender. He did kind of sit back. He was not necessarily the most urgent in his defensive mm -hmm. duties. And then you had paired with him, you had a guy in Joe Farrell who, and some people won't like to hear this, but he was an incredibly reckless defender, I think. He, he came with a lot of aggression. A lot of yellow, and <laughs> I feel as though his aggression often wasn't well-placed. Mm. And yeah. that's the problem. Um, it's also why... I think for people who used to say that he should have been captain, I think you couldn't have ever gone anywhere near him with the armband. Not because he's not a good guy who'll get his teammates up and that might care about his teammates a lot, but I just feel that he's at times could be a bit of a liability yeah, with being a bit, of a, bit of a hothead on the field. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think there's quite a distinction between the, the defense of old. I mean, at the same time, of course, you've got realistically probably the same two wing backs there um Darnell King and of course we saw Gabby Torres came in late last season um and I'd expect that he's gonna be a starter going into the team especially the way that he finished last season the number of goals he scored in the games he played as a left back he'd have to be but I feel as though yeah we've got the a very different looking kind of center back uh call there this season I'm intrigued to see it yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, hopefully we get more news uh, regarding some players. Uh, I feel like there's still a few spots. Should be need some to... more. Should be some more. And mm. people keep, of course, hinting about a certain mm. player. Um, and we'll talk we'll about see. that right now in a few moments because we first got to talk about our friends at DraftKings, man. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I man, I, I should have. I really wanted to. I should have made that Eagles pick this weekend because I knew they were going to trounce over the Giants. But if you guys haven't, 
made some bets during during the NFL playoffs. I need you guys to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and uh, make some bets, man. Make some money. I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch any of the games? Oh, yeah, no. watch all the games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's like, no, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you guys haven't downloaded it, make sure to download it. And when you do, make sure to use the uh, promo code PHNX and new customers can bet $5 on the camp, uh, the conference championships happening this weekend and get 200 uh, in free bets instantly. And that's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Remember, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply and check out the show notes for more details. And of course, we always like to do a bit of explanation on here, as we always do with these odds. So let's just, again, for those of you who aren't used to betting, we'll take an example. We'll take an example from the Premier League, Mm. uh, by the way. Did you know that you can bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app on who is going to win the Premier League this year? And if you look at Man United at the moment, they are at plus 5,000. If you don't know what that means in terms of the odds, it means if you put $100 on Man United to win... You're going to lose $100. Yeah, I think so, too. So don't do it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're trying to make some money, man, there's uh, maybe, you know, Arsenal's look, looking pretty good. But we'll talk about that later. Arsenal at minus 150. Ooh, look yeah. at that. I'll take that. Um, but, yeah, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook and make yourself some money. Have some fun as well. And as well, if you're trying to have some fun, make sure to get your tickets with Game Time. Uh, it's my favorite app, honestly, that I have on my phone. And I'll tell you why. Because whenever I feel like going to a game, I always check Game Time. Finding these deals and Game Time always has the best ones. Uh, so if you guys haven't downloaded downloaded the app, make sure to get it on your phone. You got the Suns. You got the ASU basketball and hockey. What else we got? Dude, I literally saw ASU bat. So after um, ASU's close win or close loss against UCLA the other week, I literally saw tickets for the next game for like two dollars on Game Time. That's crazy. That's what I'm telling you, man. You gotta, like, you gotta take advantage. Cool, yeah. man. Like, what you I mean, you, you could get row 12 tickets for tonight's game for $75 all in. Oh, for Suns. At the for moment the Suns. for the Suns. That's crazy. The Suns all in. That, and it shows soon. you without the, like, with taxes and all that stuff included. So you're like, what? And you yeah. get to the end screen and you're like, what's this? No, it's already included in there. Yeah, exactly. So hmm. make sure to download the app, take advantage of this, and uh, go have some fun, man. We're all stressed out during the week. Go, go buy some tickets for yourself and your family and your friends and have a good time at these games. Not only games, but concerts. Uh, other yeah. shows as well. So anything you can think of, pretty sure. For those of you who are trying to burn your Phoenix Rising season tickets, well, if you want to go to a game every now and then, use game time. Use game time. Up use to 60% link. off. Use our link in the show notes because then that helps us out. So, yeah. Exactly. For sure. For sure. All right, Owen. Uh, you mentioned uh, Danny Trejo. Did I? I think you did. I hinted at him. I didn't hint- mention He hinted it at it. Now, now I'm going to mention it full right now because... What are we talking the, about an actor for? I know it's it's not Machete that we're talking about, but it's it's uh he was also in Spy Kids. Did you guys ever watch that movie? It's great. Wait, it was yes. great. Was? Yes. Oh my god. He was like their movie. uncle or something like that, yeah, wasn't he? he yeah. Was the, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to producer movie. Sean here with the knowledge oh, about Spy wow. Kids. Was it Taylor Lawner in that movie? Was he? Right. No, that's Sharkboy no. and Lava. Oh no, I think he was. What? He was in, in the 3D Spy Kids one, 3D. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's the guy from Lord of the Rings? He was in it too. And Sylvester Stallone, what what was yeah. going on in these movies? <laughs> those movies were such a on? fever dream for real. <laughs> Dude, those like little like thumb looking things. Oh, those were scary, oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. But I do I do simply remember thing. the thing where they pop out the little like McDonald's. That's like the special way to make McDonald's. I've oh, still, look, I still, man. Want I know I'm a hefty oh, dude, but that was my favorite part. That's what I know. Saying. That's what I'm saying. Had little tablet, put them in the microwave. Yeah. Boom, Big Mac meal. I was like, yo, that shit was crazy to me. Woof. All right, good segue, y'all. But uh, um. Yeah, Jose Antonio Banderas as well. You're right. Um, Danny Trejo, that was the player I thought 
uh, Phoenix Rising was going to announce today. Not that I'm disappointed with the two players that, that they they did announce, but when is this going to happen, man? I feel like you need that huge name signing, which I feel Danny Trejo is. I know he, he was with um, uh, on trial with DC United. Unfortunately, he was not able to get picked up with them, but there's some rumors and some rumblings that Rising might have made an offer. But uh, I want him to be part of this team, man. I think he'd be like that core piece that this uh, this team need, team needs to kind of so solidify itself. I, I feel as though, look, don't get me wrong, he'd be an interesting piece to pick up, especially because I think this team is a little bit thin up top. However, mm -mm. Dun, dun, dun. no, 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 no. L listen, listen, I'm not. What do you think I'm about to say? He's not coming. I, I'm not sure. No, I don't. I I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I feel as though people will overestimate his importance to the team versus some of these other signings just because they've seen him play. Um, this is a guy who has had one single 11-game season at this level, which is good. But let's also put that in the perspective of there are some other good players that this team has signed mm -hmm. over this offseason. I, I feel as though hoisting up Danny Trejo as the best player that, or the, the real big one that everyone will be excited about is perhaps being a little bit of a disservice to certain other players that have come in as well, many of whom can stake a claim to being just as talented, if not more talented, mm -hmm. than Danny Trejo is, and having shown it as well. I do agree with Pat Moses. They probably do need to bring in a center forward here. But, yeah, I... I I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see, won't we? We'll have to see. I mean, the team is promising more signings. They're, they're also supposed to, I believe, meet up for their first training session on Thursday. So, yeah, there's not going to be many secrets by that <laughs> point, are there? Oh, man. No, I, I agree with the striker part. Definitely, you need a number nine up top. Uh, but, yeah, man, Trejo's the guy. You know, I saw him play last year. He wasn't able to get that much playing time with LAFC. You know, I, I would even be open to a Cal Jennings, you know, maybe kind of. A situation there but i don't know i will see but uh, this is something that i i feel like this team really needs i feel like the his style of play and his uh his ability on the ball his ability to get by defenses is going to really open up space for the race, rest of the team and that's one of the main reasons that i want him to be part yeah. of it but uh what do you think man i think i'm kind of somewhere right in the middle i i see his talent and i think that he is something that can add a different dimension to this team but i also think if he comes in uh, kind of like everyone else that's coming into this team brand new i don't think he's handed anything i think it's something where you're still competing mm -hmm. and you know you don't assume that he's even you know he's in the starting 11 so yeah um i think it'd be a great signing but i also like to owen's point i just don't want to over inflate it partially for fear of getting my heart broken but yeah yeah, yeah it's a balance he no. is a good player i don't want people to just think that he's a huge massive superstar cut that out and me. that's the that's the key thing mm. um yeah. i want people to recognize the fact that you can bring in a guy who's good and not expect that you are bringing in the second coming of solomon asante true okay uh, I'll cut, cut, cut that owen evans yeah. said you're bringing in the second coming of solomon asante with cool. yeah Trey. put it on the okay, twitter account that, there you go you heard it here it first together. yeah <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, we'll, we'll be. Yeah, I can't on. wait. You know, right, right, so thinking quick. We need to whip up some interest in this. Here we go. <laughs> Listen to what people are saying about our brand new signing. <laughs> He's the second coming of Solomon Asante. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna quote you on the press release too. It's like <laughs> Rising Insider. Oh, Don't you dare if you're watching this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be on the lookout for that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it happens. But. Uh, let's move on to the other piece of news we got this week is that the uh, preseason schedule dropped. A lot of people were, 
you know, on the lookout for this because, you know, with the stadium situation, a lot of people were curious what was going to happen. And also some MLS teams kind of jumped the gun in a way, you know, saying that they were going to face uh, rising. It doesn't look like they're going to face them. Um, at, at least only Sporting Kansas City will be as far as the ones that are there. But um, let's see, one, two, three, six teams um, are going to be facing rising this off season, so first two of which are the same team as well. Yeah. By the way, um, yeah, not two happy games about against that one. GCU. Yeah, not not happy about that one. But um, looking at the, you're not a big GCU fan, there, uh. big Lopes. Um, I do like their basketball games. I do put on a good show, but uh, no, not a huge fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get the glare from producer Sean Udino. Sorry, sorry, Sean. <laughs> sorry, Sean. Um, February eighth against the Colorado Spring Switchback. That one's going to be in Tucson. Uh, 11th against GCU, the 18th against Sporting Kansas City, and then Rising will be taking a trip south of the border. Look at that. Uh, they're going to go to Mexico City, City El DF, uh, to face off against Pumas Unam, uh, their under-20 team, and then Pumas Tabasco um, on the 22nd and 25th, and then they'll return home for one more game against GCU on March 4th. So looking at this uh, list, guys, how, how you feeling? How you feeling about this? I, I I don't know. Preseason to me is always kind of an interesting thing. I don't, I don't put too much stock high or low mm-hmm. into the games. I think for anything, I don't put as much stock into the game-breaking performances that just light up the world because it is preseason. Yeah. But I also do take note of like, are, you know, how, how is the touch? Is it sloppy? How is the cohesion? Are you at least being able to see some of the passing patterns, some of the defensive rotations? Um, how are, how are the lines forming from attackers to midfield to defense Mm -hmm. is all that solidifying because this, this is the time to really get that in place as best you can. In addition to the training days before the season hits, I'm not really as curious about individual performances because I just don't know how much stock I put in yeah. to these individual games, especially, I mean, yeah, like you mentioned, some of these GCU, you know, Pumas um, under 20, again, no events taken. It's just not the same caliber that you're going to be seeing throughout the USL season. A bit of a difference from last season. I don't know if yeah. you guys remember, it was what, Houston Dynamo, Sporting Kansas City, you got Louisville. You know, Val United. Yeah, I was going to say, they played Valley United and you're complaining but, about Pumas under 20s. Like, come on. <laughs> but look, yeah, come okay, on. you put those MLS teams, you know, but it's, yeah. Um, one thing I'm excited about, too, is that, you know, they have their uh, their trialists, you know, come be part of those games as well. So I'm excited to see who might be uh, taking part there. Uh, they do have their open tryouts, I believe. Was it this weekend? Next weekend? I think it was this weekend. Uh, 23. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, going to be this yeah. weekend. Um, someone said in the comments earlier that 2024, we're going to get you there. So Is he not going this year? I yeah, thought, he could. Scheduling conflicts, you know. He's a, yeah, he's yeah, a busy yeah. man. Well, no, no, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, I, let me give me give me another year of proper football and under my belt. I don't yeah. know what that was, but, <laughs> yeah, give me give me, give me. Take a year. this man's mic. Right, yes, Go, man. take right. it, move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I don't know. It looked yeah, and exactly to Michael's point, yeah, Marcus Abs looked spectacular mm-hmm. last preseason, mm-hmm. and then we kind of saw what what panned out. To Albert's point here, will any of them be streamed or broadcast? We don't know uh, at this point. Um, we're trying to we're trying to get doors. some information as best as we can. They are all going to be behind closed doors. Um, we're uncertain now as to which games we'll be able to go to, and and all of that as well. Yeah. Um, that's all being finalized at the moment. So, look at this point. Everything is, we'll wait and see. I feel as though, look, a lot of people get frustrated with this as well. Like, oh, they're behind closed doors. I understand the enjoyment sometimes of the social side of preseason. It's just a lot more chill. I don't get the 
maybe it's just me. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't quite translate right. Whereby for me, I don't look at preseason friendlies in the same way as people do here. People seem to love like these exhibition games. Yeah. And well, it's a chance me, to get close like, to the players, you know? Yeah, but you're close to players all the time. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why, it's, why it, are you closer to the players in preseason? It's kind of like in... it's kind of like spring training is is yeah. maybe how people equate it, and it also it makes it kind of evident that spring training is out here that you're just such a carefree, relaxed environment. But mm-hmm. I can see where you see that it's not the same thing. I also feel like Americans in general have a different attitude towards preseason things, like yeah. like football specifically. It's a it's cheaper. It's easier yes. to get closer to the game, yep. which may not necessarily apply to a USL club. But I just no. feel like our attitude in general towards preseason matchups is different. Yeah. Um, to Scott's point as well, actually, there's some other random questions in here. Let's just address them. Scott's point, USL staying on ESPN Plus, not confirmed as of yet what the national broadcast deal is going to look like. I do know that the team has agreed a new local broadcast deal that should be more accessible than last year. So just Happy hang fire that. on that one. Um, it's not yet been made official, not been made public, but should be a lot more accessible than last year. So that's interesting. Um, Pat Moses don't believe Rising ever streamed the preseason game. They did attempt once to do it, um, and it didn't work very well, so that stopped. Um, that was we we did something last year, right? We were filming a lot of the stuff and then putting highlight packages clips, out. Yeah. And if we can do that again, believe me, we will. We'll do what we can to get the information out there to you to let you guys see what you can see from these games. But um, again, it's all resource permitting, access permitting. Um, through a fence with it's, an iPhone. Dude. We're gonna through a we're fence gonna with an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna fly down to Mexico. Max is gonna pull his car up alongside. He's we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna go top. down to uh, the university here in Unam, which is a university. If you guys don't know, that's uh, of Pumas, and uh, we're have we're gonna have Owen climb a couple fences. We'll get you some some coverage over there down in Mexico City. How's that sound? No, you excited? <laughs> I didn't hear denying. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, let's talk about that trip to Mexico City. Is that kind of random, or you guys kind of enjoy this? It's I, been it's cool. been in the planning for a while. Okay. Um, there was talk that they were going to do it last year, and it fell through, um, partly because of some moves in the staff and all mm. things like that. Um, so they finally managed to get it done now. The key thing about it, and I think this is actually really relevant this year, they want to take this team, have it feeling like a camp where you've got everyone together, that you've always heard the fact that it can be easier to control things on the road. Mm-hmm. Because you've got everyone together, you know when people are eating, you know what they're doing, um, you know that they're actually going to bed, uh, even you know stuff as, as silly as that. You're able to do that and you're able to get people together and bring a squad that is very new, has a lot of people from a lot of different places um, that needs time to gel and time to mingle with each other. And I think that's what this is creating. It's going to force them to socialize, to be together, to build those connections that they really need to be building this preseason so that when the season comes around, they're going to be ready for it. So to me, it's a really good move to do that this year. I think it's going to be really beneficial for the team to have that time to gel on the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, if the owners are willing to pay for it, let's let's, let's see them it. pay for it. Uh, Juan Guerra mentioned that too in the press release. It will give us the opportunity to spend time together as a team. So to your yep. point, exactly. You know, when you have that camp, you can kind of build that chemistry and, uh, you know, the, the teamwork is built there as well. And we see it, you know, in an international tournament. So, you know, they'll want to have maybe one or two weeks to just spend together as a team and kind of build that uh, that chemistry. So definitely uh, uh, great stuff um, from Rising. So 
yeah, hopefully some uh, we'll, we'll be able to attend some. Uh, should be a good time. But yeah, I don't know about this GCU business. Now, I understand they're local, but you got plenty of teams in Tucson, and I know some are Coachella that you could maybe play. But shots fired. Yeah, I'm Red just, Canyon University. Um, <laughs> no respect from this uh, guy. I'm telling, like I said, I like their basketball games. Uh, what are they called? The Havocs. They, they put on a good show. So. Anyway, God, the uh, bar so, is really low in this country for a good don't, atmosphere. Don't, don't limbo. The bar is really low. <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be a good time. Uh, moving on. Uh, I'll leave this one to Max because he loves OG's brand. So, of course, what's going on? Well, with, uh, I mean, they, they are going to be releasing their new or excuse me. They've already they've already announced it, but they're going to be hitting the shelves with their new flavor. Strawberries and cream. Fresas con crema. Oh, so good. Yes. Very, very. <laughs> We're going to have to clip that and just use that again and again and Gosh, again. That's a, that's a good, that's good, like in gift form, too. I don't even need the oh sound, but the sound especially is really nice. Um, with some subtitles, maybe in that gift form. But yes, you can find your favorite OG's brands. They got the new strawberries and cream, which is called Happy Balance. Happy Balance. Especially good for, you know. Yeah, yours isn't as good as, well, as him saying well, things. Trying, I, I, I can't, I can't compare them. I'm just, it I'm, it's work. a different version. I, Come on, don't be a hater, Owen. That's what he does. That's what he does. What am I here for? I mean, it two is, minutes it is of what he, a non-hate. It is what he's here for. <laughs> no, but they got strawberries and cream. They have orange creamsicle. They have the minis. They have um, tropical. They have the pina colada. They have everything 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 and ooh, you know maybe well, you know, i'm not gonna i don't want to give away but let's just say there's some additional things that we're going to be putting in the mix with our friends at og's brands and soon enough you'll be able to get your hands on them that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say very vague but it is something something that, good something tangible something. something real it's vaguer than rising's like squad teases normally are get us, to, tease. get us to 10 likes and then max will drop a little no hand. i will not okay but yeah if you haven't make sure to like the uh the show here it really helps us out um underdog fantasy well for og's brands you must be 20 years or older dot to enjoy responsibly i got you though but our friends at underdog mm-hmm. fantasy <laughs> Wait for come, come on, on, Owen. Come on. I'm you, not joining Come in, on. No. Sean, Sean come on. Sean will do it. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It is so easy to play underdog fantasy. You guys know these last couple shows have been throwing out hires or lowers and seeing what you guys think. I got another little do-si-do for you. We have Barcelona taking on Real Sociedad. I got some Barcelona ones. Let me know what you think. Here we go, rapid fire. Mark Andre Terstegen, 2.5 saves, higher or lower? Owen Evans. I don't watch Latin. Oh Gosh, my God. Why do you not watch Latin? You ruined it. I'm not going to lie. It ruins it. Sean DePaz, higher or lower? 2.5 saves. Uh, that's a good line. I'm going to go higher. All right. You know what? You can answer this one, Owen. Robert Lewandowski, 0.5 goals, higher or lower? Robert yeah, Lewandowski. Let's go with the higher. All right. All score. right. I'll say I'll uh, Rafinha, 3.5 shots attempted. Lower. Okay. Usman Dembele, three shots attempted, higher or lower? Oh, man. He's, he's hit and miss. I'll go higher this time. And Sergio Busquets, I'm pretty sure that man might be 40. Have to fact check me on that. Two tackles, higher or lower? Go back to Sean for that one. Uh, I for Sean. Sergio the thirty-four year old. Ah, um, that's close. Round of checking your face. Uh, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'll go higher. All righty. Well, it is 
that easy to play underdog. The, I'm not a doctor. Just hit me. It, it, <laughs> it always does. It's a little late. It's good, though. Uh, underdog fantasy. You can play. It is literally that easy. And you can do that for all different types of soccer games. Throw in a little NBA. Throw in a little NFL. All different types of things. And when you use the promo code PHNX, you can search for it in the App Store. Or we have it conveniently placed in our show notes. Either way, use code PHNX. They will match your deposit up to $100. If you're doing the math there, if you are a mathematician or a math teacher or some person who practices arithmetic, put down $100. They'll give you $100. That is $200 smackaroos that you will have in your account. And it's super simple. You can put down $1. You can put down way more than that. But you can earn up to 20 times your money when you put in five uh, picks into your little slip. So it is so much fun, so easy. Question. Any PK, Shakira? Stuff on I would, underdog. Uh, unfor- no? Unfortunately, not. No, okay. Not. I would have put an over on uh, diss tracks from Shakira if, if there was, but <laughs> yeah, tough situation for our, our boy PK there. Uh, yeah. Lips don't lie. Lips don't lie on that diss track. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. Oh man. All right, y'all. Let's talk about what Owen wanted to talk about the entire uh, show. Manu versus Arsenal last weekend. Huge game in the Premier League. Uh, six pointers, what some people were calling it. But Arsenal got the 3-2 victory over Man United. Uh, Marcus Rashford got things started for Man U. But after that, it got pretty bad. So <laughs> uh, thoughts on the game? Were you guys able to catch the highlights if you uh, weren't able to watch it live? To me, I, I think I, I'm going to look bigger picture here and say I think it's the game that probably seals Arsenal top two mm. to me now. Yeah, I... I mean, it's it's. I haven't seen. We, I don't think anyone really predicted a season like this for Arsenal, especially how they finished last year. Yes, they finished just outside top four, but it was the way in which they crumbled and the fact that yeah, they brought in some new guys, but it's a lot of like the same type of core. It seems like mm-hmm. same coaching staff. Like wow, I'm. I think this one they would have to pull a pull an Arsenal. Um, in order to collapse and not take the title. At the very least, you know, They would have to pull an Arsenal, he said. Uh, The fan of Spurs. I was was trying to absolutely just skirt past that. You can't really flip it around. I was trying to skirt past that. No, it was... was it was a dominant performance, especially when you consider that Man U also a bit of a surprise, especially how they started the season. These have been two of the hottest teams in the Prem, and... I mean, man, you brought a solid game, but just not good enough. It just shows you when Arsenal is on their day. Heck, even when they're not fully on their day, they still have more than enough to get by. And they're finding different ways to win. I mean, Bakayo Saka, I already thought he was quite an impressive young player. But yeah. that man, he just seems to elevate his game more and more. And it is, it's a treat to watch. It really is. Like, yeah. for, for a guy so young, he's really he young. looks mm-hmm. so polished. And, like, when he's going one-on-one at a defender, oh, my word. Like, it's terrifying. It was rough to watch, yeah, yeah him yeah. on the wings. But, um, yeah, Man United, it kind of showed what kind of team they are. They're, they are a good team, but you could see they're probably maybe another season away from really competing. And the reason I say that is because their squat depth, you could kind of see it in this game where towards the end of the you know middle of kind of like the second half when they were down, they were able to tie the game. But at that point, you don't have anybody else on the bench that you can really bring unless it's an 18-year-old Garnacho to kind of move that team yeah. forward. Elanga's not playing well. Sancho is still kind of working his way back up to the first team. So... There's not a lot of weapons in that arsenal as far as offense is concerned. Oh, so, not, oh arsenal. Oh, I see what you. You didn't try yeah. to do that. I know what you're talking about. Manu, manu, manu. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, 
you know, that's something Tang Hog is going to have to deal with. But he even said it in the pro, uh, the post-game press conference where you the players, if you're not going to have that, you know, the, the squat depth, you, you, the players itself, they want to, they have to compete harder. They they need to want it more than the other team because Arsenal is insane right now in the quality that they have. And when you're going, on, uh, going up against Man City, Newcastle, and then, you know, even Tottenham. If you saw the all or nothing um, that they did of Arsenal, and not even if you saw all of it, just like the part of it, the fact that the team who's top of the table is a man who is drawing out like a cartoon heart and a brain holding hands. You see that that clip or like <laughs> man, it is Art said it. I don't know what he's been doing in that locker room, but like he's got something. He's got the magic cool sauce. Of, uh, the, the, yeah. the players are playing for him, and it's um, it's just really it's cool to see him how he how he approaches the team, how he goes towards man management. It's just something very different that I don't think Arsenal's had in a while, and it. Kills me to say this as a Spurs fan, but it's yeah. just uh, it's just it's good football to watch. It really is. So, uh, Owen, would you prefer Arsenal win this year or a Man City three peat? Uh, change it up a bit. Give it to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be too mad about that either. Yeah. You know, should we look at the bottom end of the table? Let's do it. So, what do we think about what's going on at Everton at the moment? Everton. I know we kind of touched on it last week, <laughs> Poor but Frank. Poor think, Frank. things keep changing. Frank. Sorry, Frank. Wow, couldn't cut it at Chelsea, couldn't cut it at Everton, but uh, not good, man. Not yeah. good. I believe today is the two-year anniversary of him being sacked at Chelsea, too. Ooh. Wow, cool. that. wow that's wild. You went from Lampard to Champions League. <laughs> and then yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's how crazy it's the Premier League is right now. Is but... it how crazy the Premier League is? Or is it a comment on him as a, as a manager? Because, I mean, how much success has he had as a manager overall? Really? None, really. Yeah, I mean, no, well... Over the grand scheme of it, it's not a good look. Takes over a team, and while he does get sacked, he they do end up winning Champions League. Helps to kind of keep an Everton Everton team afloat last year, but like barely. Yeah, last winning game. To the, of the winning season. to the last game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I think there's some highs and some lows. I just I'm not. I don't think he's a necessarily a horrible manager, but I just I just don't think like. You, you've had two runs in a Premier League clubs. You're not. You're not. You're done with the Premier League. Yeah. You're, you're not. They're not going to give you. You're not coming back. You, even you if you are, get third. Even if you are Lampard, you're not going to no, get another. No. Until you've no. had success Exa- elsewhere. Exactly. You've like, got to go somewhere go else and prove yourself. You got to go no, elsewhere. You don't. Yeah. You don't just get another. Yeah. 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 True. True. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I I like the season of the Premier just because it's not the usual Liverpool, Man City, even though Man City's still up there, but. You know, you have these teams like West Ham, Everton, you know, and you have other teams like Not- uh, Nottingham Forest. You have Crystal Palace, Fulham. It, it's even- three points between the bottom seven teams. It's fine, the, the relegation battle this year is intense. I know, look, we probably should feel like we're further along in the season than we actually are because yeah. of that big break for the World Cup in the middle of it. Means that most teams only played around about 20 games. So there's still... A long way to go. We're only really about halfway through the season. Some teams are genuinely only halfway through the season. Leeds have only played 19 games. Yeah. Liverpool have only played 19 games. Brighton have only played 19 games. Arsenal have only played 19 games. But mm. to be that close, that tight with that, you know, again, Leicester on 18, Leeds on 18, West Ham on 18, Wolves and Bournemouth both on 17, Everton and Southampton both on 15. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I like that. There's very little This is in why that. it's so much fun to have a league like this. Because yeah. you look yeah. at MLS, you look at the, I mean, League IMX is its own crazy thing because they do half-season tournaments. But it's this, this is why it's fun, you know, because you have the top teams obviously doing their thing, the, the middle of the pack trying to get up to the 
uh, to the top, and then you have the bottom ones looking to stay afloat. scrapping it's, and taking any points well, they can and get, like, and it, it just becomes a battle. It's yeah. also so wonky. Nottingham Forest has the second worst goal differential in the league at minus 19, and they're 13th, but they're only six points from the bottom. Like, it is it is absolutely absurd. Um, I have no idea who's getting relegated. I mean, I think it's interesting, right, because when the top is kind of situated, yeah, there's still the race for top four, Pretty pretty well in hand, you know. Spurs, I mean, come on, they're gonna make top four. We all know that, but Ooh. um, you know, mm. the relegation battle is gonna be quite interesting. <laughs> that, I know, I love, I, I love it. Um, but oh, that's gonna man. be an interesting one too, because usually yeah. at the top, I feel relegate. I feel in other se- seasons, there's always like a clear one or two down below, and then maybe you get a fight for that final relevate yeah. relegation spot. This is nuts. This is right. absolutely nuts. I want I want your you to decide who do you think. Uh, you, who do you take going down today? Who I want or who, who I would think you take? Go, who do you think is going to go down today? I'm going to mm. spit you back some odds. Good to see, of course, with our friends at the DraftKings Sports. Nice. Um, yeah, even Wolves look pretty bad, honestly. Who would you take? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, Leicester City has too much time. Give me Southampton. So I can do these one at a time. Sorry, I can't parlay these. Um, Southampton at minus 150. Yeah, Southampton, give me... Bournemouth. Bournemouth at minus 330. They are the favorite to go down. And Wolves. Wolves Ooh. at plus 275. You think everything will avoid the drop? I, something, I you know, Liz, I could be dead wrong, but something about a mid-season manager bump, I don't know. I'm a sucker for it. Give, give, me, give me the safe zone. Yeah. You know, Leicester are only one point above the drop zone at the moment. They're at plus 400. Where have they been? Forest, yeah. Forest are at plus 300. So Leicester are considered a safer bet to stay up. Mm. West Ham are at plus 850. Ooh. They're only one point. They're in 16. They're that's one a, point above the drop. That's a really, that's a nice bet. Ooh, plus, that was pretty plus good, 850. 850. Take advantage of it. DraftKings oh, Sportsbook. I, I like that. There David, you go. David Moyes is a little fraudy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, not, not a fan of him. Mm. Uh, but yeah, always a good time in the Premier League. So uh, I think they're taking a week off uh, this week. They got FA Cup. and FA uh, Cup fourth round. Yep, exactly. So be on the lookout for those games as well. But uh, we push out as well, actually. It was a big yeah. Scottish Cup result in the, in the middle it. of the week, wasn't there? Because Aberdeen fell 1-0 away to sixth tier Darvel. Ooh. Oh. 1-0 win for Darvel. That's a sixth tier team knocking off one of the biggest teams in Scottish Sir football Alex in Ferguson Aberdeen. He's in outrage. <laughs> Outraged How about uh, this the result? Forefront of the Scottish Cup. That one and of Yo, course, yeah, it was yeah, a sixth-tier team goals. also tr- uh, playing in the uh, French Cup there, uh, the Coupe de France. Here in Mbappe uh, is really good. Uh, yeah, so PSG dispatched them pretty handily. So, um, <laughs> and they were, they were winning. Killing Mbappe just putting five on these uh, amateur players. Yeah, I mean, shout out no to the other see, team. No yeah, they got, they got to play PSG, man. I feel, uh, if I'm one of those players, man, 26 I'm... shots to one? Oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, the, the shot was yeah. on target, It was on though. target. Hey, yeah. but that's 100% shot rate. There that's you go. Good. There you go. So it was a fun time in these cups. I love that. Love to see that. Uh, Wrexham doing pretty well, huh, Owen? Yeah, they are actually, intriguingly enough. But um, look, the, the National League's a very hard league to get out of. I know a lot of people pay attention to Wrexham now because of, of course, the documentary about them and all of that. Look, the National League is a very, very tough league to get out of. Only one automatic promotion spot. Everything else, playoffs at best, and the playoffs are tough. It's all single <laughs> elimination. It's... A very there's a reason they've been stuck down there for that long. You look at some of the teams down there, right? And I, I'm sure you guys, you guys will be like, oh well, who um, you know, who who really 
you know, I don't know any of these teams, but if you follow the lower le- levels of the football league, you know, Notts County. Uh, what do you mean? You don't, you don't think I follow Dag and Red? Yeah. You don't Dag, think I'm Dagenham a... and Redbridge. Yeah. Dagenham and Redbridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeovil, Oldham. These are all Scunthorpe. Apparently, yeah. bottom Eastway. of that league. You don't think I'm a fan Eastley. of York City? Just, York City. There we are. York have done some damage. Oldham yeah. Athletic. Oldham Athletic, yeah. There's even some... real names. Okay. These uh, are amazing. The great stuff. Wow. But yeah, there's some... Uh, Yeovil level, Town. There's some team that, Yeovil Town were in the championship not too long ago. Oh, okay. that's a far drop. Same with Scunthorpe. So these teams have... Some of them... Uh, South End, I've seen them in the championship this as well. Like, this is some like, of these teams have really dropped. This is like naming... Is, is it a Scottish football club or is it a punk band? Punk <laughs> rock band? Well, they're English, most of these teams anyway. Oh, well, so, sure. I mean, you, you got that that's one wrong. Right. Right. Oh, you wonder if they're computer generated when you start on uh, FIFA career mode. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to them. They're, they're great stuff. I love I love that uh, Wrexham documentary. It yeah, opens Dorking the eyes Wanderers. to Dorking Wanderers. Woo. Nice. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got for today, fellas. Well, of course, well, we, we haven't finished. Have, we? we have to shout out our friends at no, Four Peaks. That's right. Of course. Uh, dude, I, this is from uh, in the holiday box. And we and, uh, and I just cracked this up. It's Impale Ale. Ooh. It's a freaking hop, like hot being stabbed by a fork and you can't really see it but it is so epic and you got a little something something pretty yeah, the, cool design a leroy brown brown ale and what's the part under it say yeah the, uh, the the baddest man in the whole damn town wow that's very fancy that's pretty and cool. you, you got yeah. your nice uh, uh i got the hop not ipa yeah Look, he I'm went with a, the basic i'm not a huge ipa guy but this is pretty good so i'm gonna build a tower like last week i kind of <laughs> won't quite that. work with glasses i, I feel I'm not, I'm not you don't really want to do it with right. a glass either in case uh, it tips. Yeah, i'm not an architect that's just a, a bad bad look yeah no but uh i'm yeah. not an architect says max we'll add that to the list of things that max is not yeah, along with yeah, a doctor he's a great guy though we'll add that to the list we love max we love you max yeah uh four peaks uh next week we got some uh, stuff going on over there right as in tomorrow as in tomorrow. this week yes <laughs> oh shoot i thought it was next week <laughs> no no this no week. tomorrow it's okay the calendar is just the yeah. yeah you know this this it's this one yeah <laughs> no you're good <laughs> january 34th be there no we will be out there for last wednesday always a good time we have not been out there due to thanksgiving and the holidays since october so it's been a minute come out say what's up to your friends out there uh, we will not personally be there but come check out the rest of our shows you can enjoy three dollar uh kilt lifters and wows the best chicken tendies on the market at their eighth street pub in tempe um and if you come find me i don't know man maybe i'll buy you a beer Just remember to put all your beers under the name max simpson, simpson. Max. yeah max. just like, just like the show yep. Yeah. yep 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 <laughs> uh but yes enjoy enjoy four peaks they got some good stuff it must be 21 years or older to enjoy and oh what oh, I think why thank you I, I do look I do look good yeah you, you were do. just you were just about to say right? I was about oh, to stop. say that your shirt looks oh, great stop. it's a great shirt oh, stop. Is it, would you say it's good or you say it's bad fantastic oh I, I think it's kind of bad that birdie <laughs> that is wow well stop i mean i think this is pretty cool it's Max, pretty why do we sit through this i'm sorry it's bad birdie man it's cl- it's comfortable it's breathable it's good stuff we love our friends at bad birdie i have quite the plethora the swath, the collection of polos and whatnot and if you'd like to get some for yourself 
head on over to badbirdygolf.com. Use promo code PHNX underscore sports 1515 for 15% off. Again, at badbirdygolf.com. Look at the screen for the promo code, or you can find it in the show notes. And they got all kinds of good stuff. They got stuff on clearance. They got new styles. They dropped a ton of new uh, swag every day. We look good at it when we were at our golf event a couple weeks ago. So look good, too. Men's, women's, youth, apparel. It's all great. I'm looking at it right now. This looks amazing. You can buy Bad Birdie. You can look like this guy. And that might be a selling point. I might have just lost a lot of people buying it, but I said it anyway. No, great stuff. Shout out to Bad Birdie. And like I said, I'm trying to improve my golf game. So I got to look good while I'm doing it. So definitely head to Bad Birdie and uh, take advantage of that. All right, fellas. Yeah, I think we're, we're coming towards the end there. We yeah. are. All right, Sean, let's cut, uh, the, cut the mics and no, no, get no, out no, of here. No, 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 no. Max, have you got something to go and do while we uh, introduce this? You, yeah, you can walk around as I... Right. Oh, my gosh. Why, why, don't you, so, uh, why don't you tee it up? You yeah, tee I'm up. teeing it up. That's what I'm doing. I'm teeing it up. We're here, talking okay? about golf. Tee it up. Jesus. This is why I won't leave him to tee it up, by the way, because I wouldn't trust Max with that responsibility. But... Ramon, this is your final show with us. That, that's it. That's it. Great run. Uh, love love working year. with you guys. Yeah, man. It's over a year. Um, a little bit over the year, I think. But no, yeah. Uh, last show today. Uh, unfortunately, love being here with you guys. Uh, definitely going to miss being around the studio, being around everybody here. Complete professionals. Uh, you know, I, I, I spoke with you guys yesterday. Oh, shit, you got the shot glasses starting. Yeah, apparently, we're um, doing some tequila to uh, see off the... Uh, no, but uh, I just want to say, you know, th these guys have been amazing. Max, Owen, you know, I've learned so much from you guys. Uh, Saul for taking the chance to uh, to bring me on board. And Sean and the rest of the producers, thank you so much for, for everything that you've done. And, of course, I want to, uh, you know, shout out everybody that watched the, the show. And, uh, you know, definitely going to miss you guys. But I'll be around, you know, so if you see me, say hi. Um, but yeah, definitely gonna miss you know Michael and Reese and everybody else, Albert, all Pat, everybody that tuned into the show. Um, and so yeah, I'll you know I'll definitely try to to come by if you guys want me. And uh, but yeah, definitely gonna be miss missing uh, <laughs> PHNX Rising, huge part of my life for a very long time. So um, but excited to see what's next. And uh, I don't know what else. Oh shit, that's a big shot. Uh, but yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss you guys for sure. Ramon, real quick, just to, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, when we launched Rising, we talked, uh, we spoke with Ramon and Owen, and and by and large, they, they were the two easiest ones to pick. Uh, Ramon, I appreciate you for just being an ambassador for soccer. Um, I, I really learned a lot about you over the course of the year, but uh, really those, those World Cup watch parties and seeing you really just mingle with, with the crowd and have such a passion for the game, that's what we're trying to celebrate. That's the reason why we even launched this channel mm. is because we knew there was a, there was a fever for soccer. Um, and I can't thank you enough for taking a chance on us and being a part of this journey for the last year. And uh, we obviously we, we love you and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Time right, to move on to the shots. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Saul. Uh, I'm going to sit my... I'll try my best to, to knock it get, down. I got to oh, get Jesus. myself Have you got yours pulled there, man? Yeah, Sean's got so one. We'll Sean's got producer one. cam. Right. Producer cam, he's also got one. Right, well, Boys. Right, cheers, pros, Kyle, whichever you say. Oh, there we go. Tequila. Oh, man. Oh, baby. Oh, man. Okay, that Happy 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do here at PHNX Rising. Oh, man.
All right, y'all. Well, thank you again so much. I really appreciate you guys. I mean, if you guys haven't, make sure to follow me on Twitter. I'll definitely be around there with my my bad takes. But uh, <laughs> Nachito Chavez 10 on Twitter. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, continue supporting the show. This is uh, something that, you know, like I said, was a big, a huge part of my life for a very long time. And, you know, I love soccer. I love the sports. But I think most importantly, I love the people that support it and, and are making sure that at least in this country, it's continuing to grow. And I think shows like this and having fans like yourself tuning in and supporting the show and uh, making it widespread uh, around the country is what's going to move this sport forward. And so, uh, Max, uh, miss uh, working with y'all, Owen. You know, we we uh, we uh, had a lot of memories, man. And, and uh, <laughs> what a shit talking. No, but uh, I also do want to shout out Edwin. I, um, I know he hasn't been here for a long time, but he's one of the guys that I first connected with when we started the the show. And you know, definitely miss working with him. But shout out to Edwin as well. But that's it, y'all. I don't want to get too sappy, but yeah, appreciate y'all. And uh, yeah, poor man, it's a killer, and then uh, yeah, go, but, no, here, but you, no, but yeah, definitely gonna miss you guys. All right, is that it? Final. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna let you sign off for yeah, the final yeah, time, Ramon. All right, y'all. That's it. Uh, yeah, thanks uh, for tuning in. Uh, catch these guys in the future, and uh, you know I'll be around. But thank you so much for tuning in today, and we will catch you. See you later. <laughs>